Good day to you all and welcome to episode 2 of When I Joined the Band, where we delve into the music of my mind and bring you tracks seldom heard from albums in my collection that have inspired me and helped me along my journey of life. In this episode we'll be featuring tracks from the likes of Fairport Convention, Zeppelin, Bowie, Ian Jury, Mike Oldfield, The Carpenters, Pink Floyd, Band on the Run from Wings, Rumours from Fleetwood Mac and including Parallel Lines and many more. We start the ball rolling with Fairport Convention. Uh, my time with them started probably in the late 80s. Um, I knew of them before that. They were formed in the 1960s, late 60s. Uh, folk rock band, um, really popular with the late Sandy Denny as one of the singers. Um, but I joined them in 1987 and from this album in real time live. And this track is called Matty Groves. Next, uh, no compilation is ever complete without Led Zeppelin IV, the Untitled Album or the Rune Album, whatever people want to call it. Um, even Robert Plant, if you've ever listened to his podcast, Digging Deep, still doesn't know to this day what the name of the album is. It's still known as the Untitled Album to him. Um, but he explains in great detail that his collaboration with Sandy Denny on this, um, they were looking for somebody to sing the song, he couldn't sing it on his own, and it was inspired by their um, fatuation with Lord of the Rings. And um, Robert Plant felt they needed another person to tell this part of the story. And it turned into a sort of question and answer theme on the on the song. And um, it got really popular. It's rarely played, um, but a lot of people know it. And it's called The Battle of Evermore. I know, I know, I know, you're going to say, oh, here he is again, it's Bowie. Um, but I have to use him. I have to play him. It's just, the guy is just amazing. We've started with Ziggy Stardust, and now we're following up on this episode with Aladdin Sane. Uh, one of the most iconic album images of all time. If you know it, or haven't seen it, it's considered to be the Mona Lisa of album covers, where Bowie's on the front with a lightning bolt across his face. It's reputed that uh, it represents a state of mind, uh, a sense of schizophrenia, 
that he was in two minds. And it's when he tried to conquer America, when he went live, um, he loved the performing, but he didn't like the travelling. And there's lots of stories surrounding Aladdin Sane, but the music, to me, was just brilliant. And this song is one of his hits off it, and it's called Driving Saturday. We go a little bit schmoozy and schmolchy now. We feature the Carpenters. Uh, yeah, I hear you say the Carpenters. What are they doing in music is my first love when I joined the band. Well, Richard and Karen Carpenter contributed a lot to the music scene, especially in the 70s. There was a, you know, it might sound schmolchy and schmoozy to you, but, you know, they were great harmonies, great songwriters, great lyricists. You know, Karen was probably the first female drummer that I ever heard of. Um, Richard was a, a great pianist. I think he likened himself or probably mentored by Bert Bacharach. I don't quote me on that, but I feel like that, you know, I feel that coming across in his playing. Um, and we featured the Now and Then album, uh, made in 1973. And it was a fold album cover that folded out. And inside, there was a panoramic view of, would you believe, and I didn't know this at the time until I researched it, but it was their family home in California. And the car pictured on the cover was a Ferrari 365 GTB4, which Richard actually owned. Um, but, hey, that, you know, the music shone through it. So, you know, we listened to Side One, which was made up of New songs, songs by Leon Russell, Hank Williams, Randy Eldman, which they featured, um, Jambalaya, which is that little country sing-along one which everybody loves at parties. The second side was a homage to the 50s and um, started off with the song Yesterday Once More and featured a sort of Wolfman Jack DJ introducing the songs as if it was a show. I'd love to play it. Um, the whole side B is 18 minutes long. This podcast doesn't probably extend to that, but we'd like to feature a song from that side two, Dead Man's Curve. We now move to 1977, where I'm sort of unwittingly pulled into the punk era. Uh, I've still got my rock roots and some pop roots, and the punk era kicked in. Uh, at the time, I wasn't particularly a fan of the Sex Pistols. Uh, I sort of kicked against it. Um, and then Ian Jury came along as part of it in 1977. Uh, he sort of got mixed up in the punk movement. He probably declared himself not much of a punk, but more of a rebel. Uh, a lot of his influences and where his background comes from is pub rock um, with the funk and disco eras. So he sort of incorporated that into his music. Uh, along with his quirky, funny and rhyming lyrics and um, New Boots and Panties was his inaugural album and some great tracks on there. And uh, one of my favourites, which we're going to play now, is Going to Be Sweet Jean Vincent, which is a, a knockback to my rock and roll and 50s influences from my parents, but uh, this is a, a lovely song. Sweet Jean Vincent, Ian Jury, New Boots and Panties. No track listing, compilation, or anybody's interest in music is incomplete without the words Pink Floyd and Dark Side of the Moon. 
probably the longest charting album around the world ever, according to statistics. It's probably overshadowed anything that Michael Jackson's ever done, anything Simon and Garfunkel has ever done, anything that any other artist has ever done. Probably the most sampled album, apart from, I guess, the Isley Brothers, uh, 3 Plus 3 album. And uh, lots of rap artists, R&B artists, sample off this album. Uh, and why not? Um, there, there's some great people involved in it. Even, you know, Alan Parsons was one of the engineers, would you believe? And if you don't know any Alan Parsons stuff, just look him up. There's some great work he's done. Um, but Pink Floyd... If they didn't ever do anything else after this album, they wouldn't have to. But they went, of course, they went and did, um, and they toured with it. And it's probably they feel it's a noose around their neck. Probably not. You know, it's probably made them more money than anything they've ever done before. And why not? Again, great album, and we're going to feature two tracks, which is probably a new one on this podcast featuring two tracks simultaneously, um, and I think they're well-deserved. Uh, the first one's called Brain Damage, um, followed by The Great Gig in the Sky, who the singing by Claire Torrey on this album is just immense. And you just got to listen to it with headphones on to feel the full impact of what this album is about. And I really enjoy it and urge you, if you've never heard Dark Side of the Moon... And if you ever watch any of these reaction videos on YouTube, <laughs> I love to see people's faces when they hear something for the first time. And you'll be amazed and you won't be disappointed. Check this one out. Coming up, we feature one of Rock's legends. Now legend in his early years. He was a hellraiser. He was not known for his good looks. However, he's known for it now. He seems to be a good-looking fella in some people's eyes. Uh, obviously, his wife of 20 years. He's now had a record in 2019 of the oldest male singer to have topped the record charts. And uh, he's absolutely a legend. He doesn't look his age. He's 74 years old. And um, he's taken the accolade from Paul Simon, who was, he's beaten him by three months, the official charts company said. And his name is, to quote, his official name now is Sir Rod Stewart. And we um, <laughs> go back to an album that sort of launched his solo career. He was a member of The Faces for a long time. And he, to me, this one... This song was a bit of a dirge, but it hailed him in his solo career, Sailing. And, um, you know, it's a good song, uh, but probably not one of my favourites off the album. But the album's Atlantic Crossing. And uh, he covered lots of songs in there, lots of old songs, some old songs, some new songs, um, some songs that are written by him, himself. Um and I think I'd like to feature and to finish off this podcast of when I joined the band and it's called Stone Cold Sober from Atlantic Crossing. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I look forward to hearing your contributions. 
If you'd like to leave a comment or would like to be on the show, I'd love to hear from you. Until then, see you on the next episode of When I Joined the Band. Bye for now. Hello and welcome to the Music Is My First Love podcast and the next episode of When I Joined the Band. We delve into the music of my mind and my collection. In no particular chronological order, I feature songs from albums that I bought for the first time and you may or may not have heard of. A troll through the archives of my favourite artists. So sit back and enjoy and play loud. Hello and welcome to the Music Is My First Love podcast and the next episode of When I Joined the Band. We delve into the music of my mind and my collection. In no particular chronological order, I feature songs from albums that I bought for the first time and you may or may not have heard of. A troll through the archives of my favourite artists. So sit back and enjoy and play loud.